What up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Comedic Energy, and this is Dirty Mouth Radio. Dirty Mouth Radio, produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. We got a special guest in the building. I let everybody introduce themselves, and I'll introduce the guest right after. It's your girl, Golden. It's your day. It's your boy, Craig. And we got Shay. Shay's in the building. Hey, hey, Shay, Shay. Hey. All right. Thank you for being here. We got a lot to talk about. So let's jump right in it. First of all, Shay, I want to say congratulations on your purchase. She is a new homeowner. But I want to ask you this question right here. What was the most important factor when it came to buying your house? Have a certain credit score. And I think that was my biggest hurdle, Mm -hmm. Um, especially with you know, our culture, our background, you're used to spending a lot and not saving. Mm-hmm. So if you weren't taught the proper spending habits and saving habits, you don't really know how much money you bring in, how much money you're really throwing out. Mm. Wow. So even though on paper, I might not have a lot of debt. Like I didn't have student loans or like something like astronomical. It was just something as like, why my credit cards are so high. Mm-hmm. I didn't think, you know, I'm thinking I'm paying my minimum monthly payment. I'm doing something good. In all actuality, my credit, it shouldn't be that high. Like my max um, income debt ratio shouldn't be that high. It should be under 30%. And I did not know that until I went to home buying classes um, per my realtor. And I start to learn a little bit more about credit and how to utilize credit and how to make credit work for me. Mm. Now yeah. I'm that 50 baby trying to make it to 800. Hey. <laughs> okay. Damn. So I did a little bit of research. You know, I like numbers and shit, right? So um, I was looking up something, and uh, for the year 2019, right, there are 42% of black homeowners in the United States, right? There are 69% of white homeowners and there are 60.7% of Asian homeowners the national average is 64.2% so that goes to show you that whites are the only ones that are in line with the national average of homeowners in the US and they say a lot of that contributes to debt right so what is like the most common debt it's either credit card debt or student loan debt, right? So they said blacks card are, debt. yeah. It's it, they say blacks are two times more likely to have student loan debt than whites. We have forty. It's forty three percent of us with student loan debt, versus the whites having twenty one percent. They said these higher debt rates equal more mortgage denials. Right. Mm-hmm. So and then we have other things that kind of trip us trip us up. You know, in regards to the whole, you know, trying to, you know, the whole redlining issue, because, you know, that's that that stuff still plays a role in today's society. It's just so many hurdles that we face just trying to find a place to live in and call our own. You see what I'm saying? So did you have to fight through any of those battles while you were trying to get yours? Honestly, you don't really know if you're fighting through those battles when it comes to black and white, because when it comes to those type of things, it's not really cut and dry. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so, okay, so towards the end, like, I'd rather say maybe a week before I closed, right? Yeah. They they hound you. Now it's like, I need paperwork in 72 hours. I need this done in 48 hours. I need this yeah. done. I need you to pay this, blah, 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 blah. And if you don't get it done, I'm going to push you back. Like, hold up. Wow. Well, that, if you just now giving me something to do, which you should have told me a long time ago. Yeah. So... Why haven't you been corresponding with me with what I need to be done? Why am I calling on you all the time and you're not answering my calls? Why am I calling emails? Why do I have to go through my realtor to get to you? When I'm asking you questions, you don't give me, you're not giving me the answers. I feel like you wasn't giving me the proper education that I need to order to be successful in this process. Mm-hmm. So I think in a way, the way she handled me, it could have been just, because of my skin color but who's to really say yeah, who's the no blame it on workload because right now it's a buyer's market yeah so it's a lot of things they can push on run and make it seem like it but in the actuality if i was a, a different skin color would i be still getting the same treatment and it, it's funny that you say that shay because i know somebody that just closed last week and he went through the same thing he was like i don't like the way y'all handling me it's like, I don't know if it's because of COVID. Because he was supposed to close, like, four times before he actually closed. Are you serious? They kept asking. Yeah, they kept asking for paperwork. Paperwork he had mm. sent off three weeks ago. Yep. He, like, I signed that, whatever. And then they, they're calling him, like, Sunday morning at 10 o'clock in the morning. Like, oh, this is what's holding you back. You need this. And he, like, yo, I sent that to you two, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Y'all not communicating with each other. Yeah. It was like, mm. I would never. Lie to that. Be, mm-hmm. And the only thing he said was, you know, because he bought it basically as an investment property. He said the only person I would use again was my realtor. She was the only one that was up on it. Everybody else just treated me. He like, yo, this is my livelihood. Like, I'm trying to do something. You know, legacy wise, mm-hmm. and y'all just handling me like, and maybe because it wasn't such a big purchase, yeah. he like, okay, maybe it's that, you know. And like you said, it could be because of my skin color. Because if I was a different color, mm-hmm. you you might you might really be on it. Well, yeah, my- it might be it might be a little bit more than skin color, and more about the green. You know, they they be trying to put them, they be trying to get those houses sold fast. You know but what I'm saying? Shay bought a big they house put them up fast and trying to sell them. Can't really say that because my house is three hundred twenty five thousand. Right, that's what I'm saying. Well, I didn't Shay buy bought a big ass house. house. Mm. Uh, it was little things. It even cost me more money because the lender didn't talk to the builder. She went ahead and did a test and the test wasn't ready and it cost me another $200 that I felt that I shouldn't have to pay. And yeah. they're going to tell me, well, if you don't pay it, you might as well throw away the deal. And then it went from that to, uh, we see that your employer pays your insurance $8. I need proof of that. $8? What? So you're going to push me back over $8? And then that's when I had to get nasty What? was the home insurance. That was a big deal because you got to have your home insurance. So they said it needed to be done in 72 hours. I had it done in 72 hours. They didn't have their paperwork. And then they're going to tell me it's my fault. So no, I called the insurance. Like, why they don't have the paperwork? They was like, well, we waiting on them to put their stuff on the paperwork. I called them like, hey, they waiting on you. What's the problem? You're not going to sit here and push me back. Well, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Then you costing me money. Yeah. 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 It's not like they trying to play you. Yeah. 
So I had to get ignorant because you play on my. I'm not taking care. I'm taking care of me. I'm taking care of my kids. I'm taking my take care of a sick parent. And you know, I got a lot of people riding on my back. You're not gonna play with me and play with my. After I've been in this process for a whole year. Yeah. And then I got to start yesterday, and I'm at the end. I'm ready to get my keys. I'm going through the walkthrough. I'm looking at how beautiful it is. You're not going to snatch it away from me over something that you were supposed to take care of. Yeah. And after I got ignorant, then miraculously, everything was, okay, everything is taken care of. You all say. Wow. Why well, should I have to get like that? I shouldn't have to be nasty in order to get something done. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, a, it's, it's kind of a bigger issue when it comes to home ownership, it's like, why do you have to fight through all these hoops to secure a home? You know, it's it's one of them things where with my realtor, he told me straight up, plain and simple. He said, getting a home is probably one of the hardest things that you have to do finance wise, because any type of transaction that you have going on in your bank is going to be seen by the, yep. the you know, the finance company. And the issue I actually had was um, in regards to uh, my employment. So I had an issue over there when it came to being part-time, being 30 hours. But they said, how is part-time 30 hours? It's normally 20 hours. It was a whole debacle with that. But the bigger issue I had was actually in the form of a gift letter that I got from uh, a family member. They just they gave it to me as a gift. So... That got into my bank. It was like $2,500. You know, it was just, uh, you know, congratulations, you're getting your home, da 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 That stopped everything. They said, well, where is this money coming from? I'm like, well, why does it even matter where it's coming from? It's $2,500. Y'all are looking at every single transaction. That I'm, why, why does it have to be so invasive is what I'm trying to figure out. Any type of money that comes in and out, why does that have to be put under a microscope? This is a gift from somebody. So if I do a GoFundMe and I take that money and I'm trying to buy a house, that's going to be an issue too? That's my problem. Why is there yeah, so yeah. many different... Yeah, why? I mean, this is that not an invasion of privacy? If you have to... If you're sitting up here monitoring every single transaction that comes in and out of somebody's bank, no matter how much, you just said, what, $80, Shay? Eight. It was eight. Eight dollars. And, and, and you know what they use the excuses that um, they want to make sure you can they say. can afford it. No, you can afford the home. You know what I'm saying? So, if the gift is the gift going to be one time gift, I guess, or if it's going to be continuous, or but why does that matter? Why does that even matter though? That's the part that that's the issue that I have with that. It does not matter. You who are you to tell me? Do you know if I'm able to pay the house off or not? Motherfucker, this is what I'm trying to do. Well, I mean, if the finances well, are there, the same, finances um, are there. True. true. Like, I feel like it's too well, much I mean, I try to too much gatekeeping when it comes to buying houses. That's that's how I feel like it is. So like if you was okay, so flip so flip the script, right? Mm -hmm. If you was a builder and this was your company and you was building houses and you were selling them, how as a builder would you uh how would you put the buyer through the process? Like, what, what kind of, you know what I'm saying? Would you be as invasive or would you come out? Like, how would you how would you go about doing it? How could you ensure that this person was going is going to be able to pay you and keep up with payments, ensure that you can keep selling houses? Well, like it's this? really the bank. Yeah, it's, I was going to say, it's not the, yeah, it ain't the builder. builder. Now, 
that's another different hey, issue. I mean, the difference sometimes the builders do give out. They give out. They give out. They do uh, um, loans for their for their companies or whatever. They have uh, loan officers connected to their building company or whatever. I was just recently going through something like that. Now my issue was a little bit different than Shay's than that. My house was already built. Mine was the problem with the mortgage lenders and the banks. That was right. where the issue I was having. Now Shay, was your issue like that? Like, how did the, what role did the builder play in any of that? The only role that the builder played was costing me the extra money. They didn't have the HVAC, the furnace ready in time when they applied for the certificate of occupancy. So mm-hmm. that's where the mixed up was. They applied for this, they got approved for it, but they didn't have the HVAC and the furnace um, hooked up. So which made the lender, instead of just communicating with the builder, she just said, oops, I see you apply for it. We ready for this appraisal. Mm. And so... They sent this man out here to do the appraisal, which cost $525. And he's like, listen, I got to come back. Wow. Because the main components was not hooked up. And that's another 200 Wow. So right before closing, that pissed me off. Because what if, you know, coming from my background, I'm not born with money. I'm not inheriting money. So I have a certain, I'm only much as I can get. Yeah. When right. I can get it. I'm working two, three jobs, taking time from my family just to make sure we have a secure place over our head, you know, and not somebody else running the show and not me throwing away money every month mm-hmm. for, to pay somebody else mortgage job. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that was a little Yeah, that's funny. That's so the, so, Go ahead, Sharda. So the problem, you know, Sharda was about to say something. Now I was just about to say with the appraisal because um person that I just said that closed or whatever, when he got the clothing, they say he had to pay an extra five hundred dollars for the appraisal. They couldn't find a receipt. So like you said, if I'm already putting out my money and you tell me I need this at closing, I get that check what I need for closing, and then you say, Oh, we don't have you down for the appraisal, but the appraisal been done and I already paid for it. But the attorney and all that side don't have their receipt. And of course he ain't had it with him, you know, whatever. But it's like, like you said, shit, I count for every dollar I got. I don't have extra money, like, mm-hmm. to just be pushing out. So I feel like it's a lot of stuff that they need to work on on the backside. Them lenders and stuff. Yeah. Like it's a lot well, maybe they be doing stuff too fast. Could be. No. And then that- here, what was you doing? <laughs> <laughs> even in my what? process of building, the builder was like, "Hey, I see you want all this extra stuff in your house. We only account for this much. We looking at the whole neighborhood. Your house is the one of the most expensive houses on the block. I need you to come out with X amount of cash if you want all this in your house." So mm-hmm. I had to come out with at least ten bands just to get the extra stuff in across that year. I wasn't planning on making extra amount of money, giving people extra amount of money just because I thought mm-hmm. when you get the the um the loan, the loan accounts for the upgrades oh, and everything else. And they're like, nah, we don't know if your house is gonna appraise for this. So if you want this in your house, you have to pay for that. Wow. Oh wow. So you had to come out extra because I've never heard of that either. Yeah. And I'm a first time home buyer. I couldn't even qualify for the programs because my house was too expensive. So there's a cap on that too? 
It sure. It be areas. It be. Are you serious? Every program, first time, home yeah. home, depending on the state, be different. I didn't know that there was a cap on the the you know the value of the house or however much it I is. Two seventy five, something like that. Wow. I guess it does have to be a cap on it because I guess they're saying if you can afford more than that, then what you doing in the program? I'm still sure. gonna be a first time home buyer. I mean, I just right. got money. I mean, yeah, but um, I guess it's, I, I mean, the situation is it's different generations. Generations now, they taking care of their family, they taking care of their grandkids. I mean, their grandparents. Mm-hmm. They. The in-laws, like people getting sick, they're not taking them to the nursing home. This home is expensive. You can't afford a nursing home. Yeah. So in order to live comfortable, you might have to get like multi-generational home. Mm-hmm. And That's those true. are expensive. You can't find a multi-generation home for 250 275 mm-hmm. Right. That's no Lenar. What was you about to say, Craig? No, I I, I don't even got it. We got our password. I was trying to <laughs> I, I think I think we was talking. I think I was going to say something to the effect of like back to my question before, like if you, if it's your business and you lending the money, you giving the money out, you know what I'm saying? How would you treat the how would you treat the customer? Like what is something you know? Because at at some point in time, you got to realize who you dealing with too. Like these niggas not about you living free and happy. They about getting that paper. You know what I'm saying? So, but my thing is if the you, paper if you come. look if you look if you look like this on paper according to your numbers and how your spending is and what you got then to them you're more of a liability or a risk or you, you're not going to meet the qualifications so they probably going to put you to the back burner and try to get somebody who money or who numbers do look more effective you know what i'm saying so like my question to everybody is just like how if if it was your lending company if you had the bread and they if somebody's coming to you asking you for money you know what i'm saying how far would you go to ensure that they're gonna make make their payments or make you know what I'm saying that you're that you're willing to give up this money? You I mean, know what I'm saying? so when but it comes reverse thinking. But when it comes to that, I mean, okay, so if I'm putting you saying if I'm the bank, pretty much, right? If, so if, if you're the lender, if, if okay, so if that's me, there are already safeguards in place that I don't even have to worry about because if you can't fulfill that, I'm gonna get my money regardless. You know, that's going to hit you. Exactly. It doesn't that that part is not even a factor. The money is going to be there. My thing is, is I think it's more so the gatekeeping more than anything, because either way, you're going to get what you want, whether it's going to be the house or the money, but you're going to get something. So the banks, they, they, they don't even need to worry about that at all. Yeah, I feel like it's more of an issue of who do I want in that house? Who do I want in that area? Because right, I know what a low income area is versus a high income area, and I know what can bring property value down. You see what I'm saying? Right. That's what I feel like. I feel like it's some dirty tactics when it comes to that, or shrewd business tactics, if you want to say that. That's that's the problem that I had when it comes to situations like that. For me, I don't know about anybody. So else. I mean, why not go with a lender that's a little more that's that's not as big. I mean, whether big or small, though. Funding, you lose incentives on certain things by going with a no-name brand lender, one. And two, you, um, to me, as a lender, if I was a lender, you getting a gift from somebody probably wouldn't bother me. You verifying that 
that that eight dollars my employer was reimbursing me for mm. they um i pay for health insurance what it was uh small not small short-term and long-term disability i pay for that they pay it right back really why was that an issue yeah to me it's what kind of job you have how much you make a year how long you've been in this job what is your history like of you paying your bills on time that's going to give me the security that I know that you're going to be able to take care of, of this home. Right. Yeah. Right. That's what I feel like, too. One and, time. If get, and if you're getting a mortgage, that's the same as your current rent, and you've been renting for and 10 years, I ain't been late, and I ain't get put out, that can guarantee you that I'm going to be able to make my mortgage payments every month. True. I mean, but you can report that onto your credit, too, if you, if you get them to report it. <laughs> Yeah, you can now. They weren't doing that before. Now they are because a lot of people have been. They've been doing it, but that's because you know a lot of people get denied too. Like I said, I agree with Shay. If you can pay a thousand plus in some rent and live there for years, but say you don't have, you know, your credit is not a one or something like that, but you got a good job. Like I feel like certain stuff like that is what's disqualifying black people. Period. Mm. So you're trying to be better, but certain things, but they'll they'll give you a fucking car. They will give you a car. <laughs> they'll give you a car. They'll give you a student loan. They give you a credit card. They give you a credit card. Mm. But they will not give you. So a you think house. they're playing a game based off the off off of the uh statistics? I guess yes, because I I guess they figure like being a homeowner that that helps you build equity and stuff like that. Exactly. Where which yeah, you borrow um, from it. Right. Which is the which are the other um things they lend you for is liabilities. I mean, and it's going to depreciate. I mean, you gotta you gotta also look at this. Being people take some people take home ownership lightly. Being a homeowner is pretty powerful because that is a piece of land that you own. You see right. what I'm saying? That right there is, I mean, you are, as we can already see, not a lot of people own homes. Not a lot of right. people own land. So to have that means a, a lot of power. You see what I'm saying? So just how I think, it's always going to be somebody at that door that's going to say, I don't want you here because you are a threat to me. Right. So what are we going to do? We're going to put these safeguards in place so you we can make it hard as hell for you to try to get this. That's a piece of what they call the American dream. You see what I'm saying? We're not a factor right. in that dream. Right. So they're going to try everything they can to keep us out of that dream. We ain't, we ain't even considered a damn citizen. Exactly. We won't even consider people, so. Exactly. Yeah. So what's the solution? What do you do? How do you maneuver to, to Shay? Like Shay, if you had to go back through it all over again, what what's some of the things that you would have probably done a little different or a lot different? I wouldn't even say I would do it a little bit different because I mm. had to learn their game in order for me to play it. Because mm. the generation ahead of me didn't know it. You know, credit just mm. came out then. They didn't know how to handle credit. They just throwing away credit cards and we just spending it up. Like they didn't know the proper way to use credit. And now 
reaping those benefits of them not knowing how to do credit properly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I had to go to all these programs, these workshops. I had to learn their game in order for me to get ahead. Because yeah, it's yeah. really not that hard. Because they, yeah. they don't teach that in school. What you're supposed to do, you can still have your cake and eat it too, is how I look at it. I still... I'm not depriving myself because I just bought a home. If anything, I just made it better. Just if I'm gone, my kids have something. At least they got one. Mm-hmm. If I if I yeah. have nothing else, at least they got one. Yeah. And if anything, you know, with you being here and going through the loops, like you said, you're able to teach your kids. Like this is what you need to do and not mess up. Like I had a parent. I was uh, she was saying how she was setting her kid up for college or whatever, where she wanted to buy houses in the city she went to college. Her credit, she had her credit laid out how, you know, they're telling us now, if you got kids, add them as an authorized user. Right, user, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. That way, when they get 18, they got A1 credit. Yeah. Of course, your parents, they don't tell you that. They just setting you up. You know, they don't really sit down and talk to you. Mm-hmm. So then when you get to be, you in college, you living, you having a good time, you don't think about that damn credit. You running up credit cards. You going on trips. Mm. And they don't really explain it to you. Then when you get 20 plus, you think like, damn, I could have had A1 credit. But my parents sure. never talked to me. Just like my mom. My mom was a stockbroker for 10 years. Mm. 10 years. I never really, I heard her talk about stocks, but I never, she never really sat down and told me the game. Yeah. Cause it wasn't it wasn't even that important to her. My grandma ain't know about that, you know. Yeah. So we have really had to sit down and talk to our kids. And with Shay making this like this is a stepping stone. This is legacy for her yeah. to let her mm-hmm. kids know like this is what you need to do. And actually sit down and talk to kids. We don't just know right off the bat. Like right. credit gonna help you in the end using other people's money. We don't know that shit. Yeah. We're so used to cash. We're so used to. Listen, if you can't buy the cash, you don't need it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But that's yeah. really not and I think that credit. Mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of that stuff stems from like fear too, like money fear. Like our parents have a lot of money fear. Like my mother, she doesn't she wanted us to have credit cards, but she like believes like you don't you don't need to have two many uh, credit cards because you'll lose track and then something will fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Instead of teaching us like, yo, this is how you keep up with your your, your credit cards. This is how you manage your debt. You know, <clears throat> this is how you check all of this stuff. It's kind of like you kind of it's kind of like for our parents, they want you to learn as you go because they had to go through it. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to kind of give up the secrets and shit because if they give it up, then you're not going to... Um, it's not going to be as important to you as, as if you would, were to learn it on your own and shit. So I, I think I don't know, some parents, I just, I just think they don't know how to talk as far as like really explain it to us. Cause they never really knew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how I feel. Some and I think it. too, some, some, we just don't know. We're just not educated mm-hmm. in that. You know, and some of our family, they don't have the goal to be homeowners. They okay with renting. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's not the goal. I know a lot of them. Yeah, well, I know. Uh, I think it varies across cultures as well. Because I know. Oh, and they um, also feel like they will never be able to afford a house 
or they felt like they don't want to deal with owning a house because you know you have to keep up the maintenance and stuff yeah. and the property taxes and all that other stuff. There, um, yeah. some. So I, I talked to this uh, Nigerian guy before, right? And he was a good friend of mine from high school, and he told me uh, the big difference between African Americans and Nigerians when it comes to you know finances. They said they don't use a lot of credit cards. They use cash. Right. And they were like, if I don't have the cash to buy it, I won't buy it. And that, that kind of resonates to me now because it's like that's kind of what they do when it comes to homes. You know, I talked to a few. Um, you said say it again. Homes out in that part of the like once you own it, you own it. Yeah. Like, you ain't paying taxes. You ain't doing this. You ain't doing that. Yeah, that's I just, different. Like, I just Erica, you still continue paying taxes even though yeah, you want it. Yeah, even though it's paid right. off, you still gotta pay a piece. Like Uncle Sin still need a piece right. of the pot because you're still here. <laughs> yeah, like even when you dead, you still gotta pay taxes when you dead. You gonna pay one last round. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that shit is just is crazy. I feel like prop, I thought when you said it's over. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think that's totally wild, man. It's the same. It's the same. Yeah, that shit is fucking. Bad. And then, like, and then the insurance as well. That's another motherfucking problem. Yeah, that's a, insurance companies to be grabbing niggas yeah, left and right. That's a they straight like up scheme right there, man. Yo, they won't cover a damn thing, but you better have it. That's right, shit, that's some, that bread every yeah, month. That's a mob mentality right there. You be like, damn, nigga, <laughs> I've been paying. Two hundred fucking dollars every goddamn week, and y'all don't got no fucking savings and shit. That sound like some extortion shit to me. That sound like some Godfather shit. Where the bread at? Oh, we gonna cover this. Why, nigga? Don't y'all? How much bread y'all? What y'all been doing with the money? What do y'all do with the the money, y'all? Y'all helping niggas out in goddamn floods and shit? What the fuck? Yeah, the don't even be covered. Yeah, they now that's a that's another issue that I just started uh, facing with somebody else that was buying a home is the whole notion of flood insurance. So I right. found out that FEMA actually has to take over when it comes to flood insurance. It's like taking out of everybody's policy and you have to pay that separately now. Yeah. <laughs> like when the hell did that shit happen? Like I, I was I think that yeah. That, I, I think it depends on kind of where you stay too, because right. I, I know I know down in Houston, like in the southern part of Houston, it's kind of you have to have flood insurance mm-hmm. and it's incorporated somehow. Mm-hmm. So I think it depends on what part of the of the region you stay in, like you know the likelihood of flooding and shit. Yeah. That shit crazy. Yeah. That shit is wild. Is that covered under your shit, or did you have to? No, I didn't get it because. I didn't live in a, I don't live in a high place. She don't live in it. Uh, yeah, so that's that's just like when Hurricane Katrina happened, and that's when people started to realize that yeah. their insurance did not cover flooding. Mm-hmm. Nope. So that's the wrong time to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. You know that Hurricane Katrina was like that was just a big setup in itself. After I just came from New Orleans, maybe a few weeks ago, and going on a city tour, and make me realize what they went through and what was information. Like, I found out so much. And the fact yeah. that they knew prior to Hurricane Katrina that they had to have those levees at 32 feet. I mean, at 30 yeah. feet or 32 feet. Yeah, well, that's what it was. It had to be at 32 feet. And it was nowhere near 32 feet. Are you serious? And that flood came, well, and it was 30 yeah. feet. 
So imagine if they would have had what they were supposed to have, what those people told them to have, that levy at 32 feet. Them people wouldn't well, have they, been flooded. Them pe- they, was blowing, they was blowing that shit up because mm-hmm. it's people that I work with. Like, niggas I know who are from there who had to evacuate and move down here, which is a plethora of them mugs. They was like, yeah, we was hearing explosives. Like, we was hearing shit blowing up. And everybody was like, what the fuck is that? But they just went about their day. Like, everybody talks about that shit. Like, whoever, whether it was the government or somebody, what the fuck ever, they set that shit up because they knew Katrina was coming. They knew what category it was going to be. They knew how bad it was. And they went up and they set that shit up for that shit to fail so that they could do whatever it is that they planning the on doing. The poor area was still good, not intact. And the poor area is still look like Hurricane Katrina. It still Katrina. Look like Hurricane Katrina. And yeah. which is really? crazy is that when FEMA was marking people on the door, they stopped counting people. They stopped going in. They just start putting RIP on the on, Are on you the house. serious? It looked, oh, three people supposed to be in here. RIP, number three, moved on to the next. And what's crazy, it was somebody that was really famous down there. I forgot his name. I wish I knew his name. But he was still alive, and there was seven people still in his house, like family family members. And he turned his house into a museum, and you can still see the female markings. RIP, how many people wow, on his house. Wow, are you serious? That's oh wow! Crazy. I gotta see. I gotta see that when I'm yeah. I I went to the levees, like the levels, like somebody that I know that lived there. Mm-hmm. He showed me, um, like the levels, and I'm like, yo, I can't even fucking swim. I was just gone. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been swimming that day. You would have been on the roof with the rest of them. Yeah, I could not imagine. Like I was looking at the levels of how high they said it went. It was way over my head. I was like, "Yo, like this Dang. is crazy." And Shay right, that oh. the, the ghetto or hood, whatever they want to call it, still look bad, and the nice wow. part looked nice. But see, I was reading somewhere where they said Katrina wasn't actually that bad of a storm. They said they had worse hurricanes. So that that leads me to it's really believe what you levy. and Cray is saying, Shay. Like. It's yeah, because the, the levy exactly, control. exactly. So, if you have worse hurricanes and the levee still, you know, kept kept too much damage from occurring, the only way that it can really be a catastrophic catastrophic damage is if you do something to those levees, right. or they just yeah, you you see what I'm saying? Some hey, oh, there's another the factor there. That shit. Yeah, that oh, man. Right, they building faulty houses because those houses just demolished. Even now, even when Brad Pitt came in and redid a whole neighborhood. Yeah, the city neighborhood. told Brad Pitt, hey, really? we're going to use these contractors. Brad Pitt ain't know what the hell he was doing. He's just going along with the city. Now all those houses, is those are about to be done too. And how long ago was Hurricane Katrina? Yeah, they, and those houses they about to be done. Them. So now they're building them on cinder blocks. But you got to blame the appropriate people. Well, look at Flint, Michigan. They knew about those pipes. They know about that water. Yeah. Look at Texas. They know about that electric grid. Yeah. Like, they know and they just want to be, well, they want a penny pinch. They want to keep the money in their pocket. Right. Yeah. And they know it's going to affect people that's poor. If they knew it was going to affect people in the ritzy area, they would get the shit straight. Oh, yeah. Not only that, they bounced it. They get their money back. They got an insurance. Right. They got their appropriate insurance in place. They're going to get their money back. Wow. That shit is crazy. Yeah. God damn, man. I didn't know that there was houses still fucked up down there. That shit oh, is wild. I mean, a, a church, and it's an unidentified church. They don't even know who. Nobody never claimed the church. They don't even know who the church belongs to. Are and it's serious? crazy how 
just all smashed in. It's crazy. It's a beautiful city, but it's crazy. Wow. How they still hurting though? Yeah. So I wonder they, what they bought. They gentrifying all that shit now as well. But do they yeah. actually have a case? Like these people that had their houses damaged. If we already know that the levees weren't at the appropriate height, who can you? How you gonna, how you gonna fight that shit? How you gonna fight the government? The motherfuckers who make the laws and shit. I mean, right. but, they did the shit. I mean, they, they gonna be like, all right, we'll take it to court. That shit gonna be like 20, 60 I mean, but that's not a problem. I mean, you can still do that. You can still take it to court. That that ain't the issue. Is whether you gonna win or is it a losing battle? Because I think it's a losing battle because even if you get it to court, they gonna have the shark lawyers and you yeah. and mugs that you can't even afford to yeah. You have to t- the the people would have to take that shit to Supreme Court. That shit wouldn't even you know what I'm saying? That's a whole nother process. Yeah. That shit would it would be sixty years before that shit even take place. But Dang, the, people get, the, the people, the the people that is hurting that it would be dead by the time they get um exactly. and then exactly. funding. I mean, can you do a class action lawsuit? Can you do something like that? Like as a whole I mean, group, you, sure, you asking ask lawyer questions now, man. Yeah, you guess you're right. <laughs> I'm sorry, I went, you I went have deep. Somebody that's gonna want to take that case. Yeah. Period. Right. Mm. Yeah. That shit is fucked up, man. And they know a lot of black people, people that don't have money. Yeah. They ain't gonna do that. They yeah. don't even have the funds to do that. Yeah. That's why they knew it was. Like FEMA, can we get, can we get this list real quick and keep it moving and shit? Right. That shit is fucked up. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That's just, ugh, that shit sucks. But that goes back into yeah. home ownership. That's, I guess that's the horrors of home ownership. You got your good sides and you got your bad sides. Yeah, you really do. Yeah. But it's like, so my thing is, when you have these issues <laughs> that are bad versus these issues that are good. Now I can kind of see why some people just don't want to become a homeowner. You see what I'm saying? Right. Because they're not liable for these issues. I'm dealing with the issue in my house right now, and I wish I was renting. (laughs) Let a landlord deal with that shit. But the thing with the thing with the renting shit is like that shit is fucked up as well because that shit goes up every damn year. Yeah. And you paying more. You paying more to. You paying more to live into a one bedroom fucking bathroom than somebody who paying mortgage over over a time period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These people in one year paid what thirty five thousand dollars on a house that that year. If it's probably more thirty five thousand dollars that year versus you who paying probably damn near fucking fifty or some shit like that in that one fucking year. And you know what I'm saying? One apartment. That's and then up. you get add on. Oh shit! Let me get. A garage or let me get some shit for the facilities and shit now that's a tax you know you want to get maintenance they want to tax you on that shit so now your ass is getting raped i mean everybody out here getting like raping somebody charlotte is one of the worst places when it comes to renting we have way more apartments apartments for rent that's why they always running specials. They don't have all these people. They thinking all these people flocking from New York, but you forget like if you flocking from New York, yeah, they can pay that. But then you got a job out here that's not making the money they used to make. Yeah, exactly. And that's, right. that's the thing. So they when can't I'm, afford those. And Charlotte's got a hot, hot, hot turnaround rate. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Who can afford two or three thousand dollars? I don't care where you live. Yeah, that's the if truth. You, uh, if you paying two or three thousand dollars a month, you might as well go ahead and own your home, baby. Yeah. If the credit is the issue, get that credit straight and go get you a house. Mm. It just makes no. sense. Or put in somebody else's name, whatever you gotta do, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, no, and no North, Car- North, Car- North Carolina itself got a high turnover rate. Like people moving in it and they moving the fuck out. Like mm-hmm. it's, they see what it, what, you know, it ain't, the, what people say it is. Right. It ain't. You see you see the you see the potential, but then it's like with with and and especially with Charlotte, like it's just the the blockers. You know, you got the old money who like, yeah, nah, our houses is right by the city. You know what I'm saying? We not about to allow all this shit to go on. We not about to allow all this shit. Then you got the new money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They like they 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 they, they with the shits. They like, yo, we not about to no, we 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 good right now. So <clears throat> Charlotte got fucking potential like a motherfucker but it has that shit ain't but it has become whitewashed to me. Like, yeah. I agree. It's very it's there's you can see the gentrification in different areas. It's crazy off the plaza you got five hundred thousand dollar houses off the plaza. Yeah. Damn, right are you serious? That's crazy. Cause that means they come yeah, that in shit and, was bri- that what? shit was rising up as I was leaving. Hell yeah. yeah it's, it's going up. It's becoming too whitewashed for me. But I feel like every city is gentrifying somewhere. No, true. That is the truth. Well, at least, at least on the inner city, on the inner cities, on the outskirts is kind of. Uh, uh. But that's where they want to push you to. They want to push you to the country. They want to push you to the outskirts. And fortunately for me, I got in a good time where I'm still in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I'm still in the city, and I'm not living in the property where eventually I might not be able to afford the rent. Wow. To be in Charlotte, they pushing us to Gastonia yeah. and Denver and Dallas. And we flocking because it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. Right. They can go in and swoop in and do whatever they want to do with it. Damn. Y'all can get uptown just to be all black. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, they I mean you can make your money a lot quicker in the city than you do on the outskirts. But it's up to us to decide too how we utilize the space that we have. Because I mean, like, we're gonna flourish wherever we go. It's yeah. just that's when you go out in the possible. country. Yeah, when you go out on the outskirts, it gets a little slower because people are not interacting as much or as quickly. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. the businesses, everybody goes towards the city to work. So right. now, now it's up to us to like try to bring the culture in a little closer because that's how we make our bread. Like being close. I mean, granted, the the violence and shit increases, but. We got to fucking do away with that violent bullshit and try to figure out a way to bring mm-hmm. the cultures closer and bring that money together. You know what I'm saying? So where we can beat them. Because the only reason why they gentrifying the cities like this and they buying the cities and they moving into the cities is so that they can make these fucking laws and pass these business rules and all of this fucking legislation and taxes and all that shit way quicker so they can make these decisions way quicker. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They trying to keep us out of the motherfucking out of their business, basically. Yeah. Look at Georgia and what they just did with the sneak tick when it comes yeah. to the vote. They have many people in that room and they arrest somebody and when they were trying to get in, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. The lady. Yeah. So. Because this city, I mean, this world, I ain't gonna say city, is not made for black people. Why the hell are we still dealing with a trial with somebody who murdered somebody right 
yeah. in front of everybody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it ain't made for us. Yeah. You know? That shit right there is crazy as fuck. It is. Like, that whole that whole situation is just yeah, You got a lot of people like, that are against him, too. A lot of people. Did you yeah, hear some of that shit? His supervisor, I've been watching it like a little bit, but his supervisor, mad people saying like, he should have not been on him. Mm-hmm. He stopped resisting. The so police chief. So I, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this on the record. If he do not go to jail, the world is going to be in an uproar. Okay? Yeah. I well, we all was in an uproar. We Sorry. are, I, and, and that's <laughs> Jesse Jackson. Yeah. We are, but they gonna tear some shit up again. But see, my I thing mean, is, I, it's I, just gonna like, never recycle. It, it is, but the problem is, we don't, we don't do it right. Game. We have to get in the game in order to change it. I feel more people are getting in the game though. Now, I definitely can say it's more people owning land, it's more people getting houses. And more, just like with the fucking stocks. Why you think AMC, they shut that shit down, all yeah. that? Because we was sit, we got in on that shit. Yeah. We playing the rich they man's game. We playing, we playing with them now. Like, it ain't just y'all at the table no more. Like, we paying attention. Mm-hmm. But we, I think now a lot of people ready to fuck some shit up. Like, that, I'm just being honest. Like, but see, my thing is, we don't, but we, this is the, the time, see, I, I feel like with that, in my opinion, we always say this is the time to fuck some shit up, but we don't fuck the shit up right. That's well, where we I don't feel fuck like up the right shit. Yes, like I, I don't, I don't <laughs> understand that part. Department. We don't fuck up shit right. <laughs> <laughs> the only way to change what's going on is what we're seeing now when we're seeing our color get into higher positions to change it. Because yeah. we can. Smash a window all day. They got insurance. Like we can still exactly. from Target. They got insurance. Like exactly. that's not really gonna change the laws of, of this man being on this man's back. That's not gonna change the law because you you stole something from Target today, mm-hmm. right? Target gonna, Target gonna have it back by tomorrow. They got shipment coming in every yep. week. Yep. Yeah, every day they still do. What we need to do is we need to educate our youth. We need to educate ourselves. We need to educate our circle and not keep us down because this person is doing better than me. We need mm-hmm. to and give our knowledge. We need to spread the word so we all we all have different talents in different parts of this game and we all can be put in positions to change it. We have to get in these higher positions in order to change it. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing yeah. out of all of it before before that shit even can take place. Like us as a people, we need to develop some type of form of protection for our own. You know what I'm saying? For both yeah. our money, for both our investments, for both our children and our lives. Like we don't have like no real protection. Like we rely on others for uh, security as far as <clears throat> our money is concerned or our lives. We gotta call the police. You know, our house fall apart. We got to call the insurance company. You know what I'm saying? There's no, we don't have no no system set in place to protect us. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. From all this devastation that's fucking happening. And they know they can fucking step in there and do that shit at any time. And much, much more, when we set up some shit, they can just turn the people that, the key people around and then they fuck it up for, for them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... If you don't got no protection, like you thinking of all these advancements, that's great and it's it's beautiful. But 
somebody can easily come over and kick over your blocks. You but know what I'm saying? Is, you don't got no you need black insurance coming. This is why you need black lenders. This is what I'm not saying just black, but just saying, you know, minorities, this is why you need um minority banks. Like this is why you need all this all the protection you need, you need it all in minorities. Uh, like how many times do you see Bank of America in in the news or Wells Fargo in the news for doing some dumb stuff? Let me be the one that, that be the asshole. So I'm I kinda disagree with that. I, I'm gonna just keep a spade a spade. We need black banks. We need black insurance. Cause That's what I just said. No, 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 no. You said minority. There's a difference between but minority and black but, though. The only reason why I say that before you go before you go in, hold on. Hold on. The only reason the only reason why I say that is because minority actually includes gay men, gay, gay white men, and white women. <laughs> That's what a lot of people don't realize when you use the term minority, they get factored into that shit. So that you shit still is fucking crazy. It's fun. It is, but it's the truth. Do it's you the really fucking think truth. The LGBTQ is a minority the way they be running shit. Basically, they run shit. They do. And let you talk about a term. They, they get more laws. Down. They get laws way before the black people that did right. Ain't nothing I'm, minority. But they, they got people in place though. It's I mean, yeah, it's probably way know. more gay people than it's black people in the world. Like, <laughs> it <show> it, <laughs> you want to be statistically correct? Mm-hmm. Shit, uh, I don't gay know, is man. a sexuality. It's not a person. Like, what the fuck is that shit all about? Mm, that's... You can't choose to be. You can't choose to be. <laughs> What the fuck? That shit don't make sense. <laughs> like, even talking about it, like, them niggas had to think, like, shit What's wrong with that? Don't make sense. We just gonna include them so that we can have a piece of the black community. Like, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> they find a way to get their asses into anything, bro. Yeah. Oh, we gonna use homosexual white people so that we can sneak into the black community. Gay is the new black. Say that shit, a Gabrielle Union. Gay is the new black. Yes. The fuck? <laughs> Yo! <laughs> wow! Yo, the we don't have damn son. You we can't never have nothing. Period. Have something? Just gonna take something drastic to make that shit happen. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, when I Not think you, about you know. it, you know, it, it's funny that we talked about how they didn't want us in on stocks, and like right after the whole AMC. And GameStop shit, mm-hmm. cryptocurrency started getting more popular. Yeah. You see what I'm saying with that shit? Is that that, big, that Bitcoin? Bitcoin, all of that yeah, stuff is Bitcoin, cryptocurrency. Like but Bitcoin, it's a whole bunch, of, a whole bunch of, of that kind of shit. But see, what I say with that is, I think more people need to start looking into that. I've looked into it a lot. I've invested in it. That right there is the biggest threat to banks overall. Because they don't, they're decentralized. They're not using mm-hmm. banks. You have one, one cryptocurrency that is actually um, able to send money anywhere throughout the world instantly. You know, a lot of these yeah. places, when you try to send money, it takes three to five business days. Nothing mm-hmm. happens right and then and there. And you got to pay a fee. Yeah. yeah. No fee, and you pay right then and there. What you send is what they receive anywhere in the world. So I think we need to start looking more into those things as well. If we can develop our own damn cryptocurrency, that'll make a big fucking difference. Yeah, so, because when they do move to that shit, when they do move towards cryptocurrency, it's going to be a lot of poor people, son. Yeah. That shit's going to be crazy. Yeah. 
Because all the niggas who got bread between middle class and upper class, you know what I'm saying, they're going to be the ones invested in shit. The lower class, I mean, you might have a couple and shit, but damn. Like, imagine the they numbers of poor people. About it. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine the numbers of poor. Imagine what your city would look like. Dad, damn. It I was in Austin. It probably just going to look the same. Yo, I was in Austin not too long ago. And when I say it's poor people on the streets out there, like, that shit is fucking sad. Like, and where Austin? It's like herds of poor people. Yeah, it's a beautiful fucking city though, and they got shit out there. But them people poor, and it's like not just black people; it's white people and all kinds of shit. You know, you it's know? number two for um, that's the number two um, that's the second city doing good for black people. They say in really? one of the magazines I read. Yeah, I think the other one is Tennessee. Is it Tennessee? I think no, Tennessee is coming up too. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, I think, think that was for white. Uh, I think it was for African American women, uh, uh, female entrepreneurs. Uh, Ten- okay. Ten- yeah, yeah, they got a show. They got a show. For black people, Houston mm. was on there. Charlotte was number six or seven. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Definitely didn't know that shit. Yeah. That shit. That motherfucker's. It's sad, bro. It is. Like. Just going out there, I could imagine what San Francisco look like when they say, "Yeah, we got Skid Row." I'm yeah, like, right. Damn. yeah, boy. Cause yeah, I mean, stories be so sad. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I be want to cry. That shit crazy, man. Three thousand dollars a month for an apartment, and that don't include utilities. It's not at all. Or food. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And it probably didn't even cost that much to build fucking 20 of them shits. And yeah. it don't cost that much to maintain it either. Mm-hmm. You call it maintenance, yeah, people, they act like they don't even fucking want to come. That shit crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, I had, a, <laughs> like, I had a leak in my damn apartment. Put necessities is th- at that. Like He talking about he gonna sand it down after he painted, let it dry. That shit is so... I was like, oh, okay. And I live... I pay a pretty piece of change for where I'm at. I'm like, oh yeah, this, no more lease. I'm out. Got really? to go. So you about to go yeah. buy your house? It's time, but uh, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna get an investment property first. That's uh, my goal shit. to get that first. All right, Shawty Lacious. Mm. Yeah, it, it's time, y'all. It's time. I didn't know I wanted to get a house, but then I'm. I'm one of those people that's like, uh, uh-uh, uh. I don't. I know it's gonna be mine, but if some plumbing go wrong, I don't want to pay for that shit. <laughs> I feel no, get some money. Not. Get some money to fix it. I still got to pay for the shit because it's mine. <laughs> you, you, you feel me? Let me in. You I mean, me if you find somebody who can, you can find somebody who can do an equal trade type of system. You, 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 you got a, you got a business. You find somebody who do piping. You got a uh, um, juice business, and y'all, you know what I'm saying, work that shit. Talking about bartering. I, I mean, it's a bartering I mean, system. I don't know if you want that much juice, but okay. <laughs> I, I, I mean, his workers be, they be working long hours and shit. They might need that shit, you know? I don't know. It's ways yeah. of getting around having to No, but now I really understand it. And now I'm just like in that mentality, like, all right, if I got to pay for it, I got to pay for it. Because I hate my fucking neighbors. I hope they hear me. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> If y'all listeners, please continue listening. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. I mean, let me not say hey, but I really like dislike them. Like, they put their dog on the patio at like 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. 
And it's a little dog, so it's just it's too early? barking like crazy. The fuck? Wow. <laughs> damn. I mean, damn. How the fuck? I mean, That's I feel you. Those, I mean, those are issues. It's just stuff. It's just stuff that you think about. And you be like, ain't that really you could do? Because you don't own this shit. Yeah, yeah. All right. So it's just, it's just finally time. And even if I don't see in Charlotte, because I really don't see this being my end all be all. Mm-hmm. Um, at least I have a piece of investment property here. Because I mean, it's a good city to have to rent some shit out. Yeah, I will say that. Airbnb it. Yeah. Airbnb it. It's it's a good market for that. I will say that. Yeah, I agree. I just don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, that's (laughs) why I'm saying it's it's, it's good to go through the process, you know, get myself in order to go through the process. But yeah, Mm. Charlotte is white. Whitey is pink town. Pink, pink, pink. Mm -hmm. That is true. We still love you guys, uh, Charlotte. <laughs> we do. We do. Be listening, we y'all do. Like this type of shit. I mean, we, we do. Sure I, I yeah. give. We love y'all. Yeah. We just y'all yeah, city is a ham. Yeah. It's just certain things out of your control. Just like I love DC. That's my area. That's where I was born. But certain shit, I I'll visit, but I can't I stay. Love it there. I really love that. Yeah, area. You can have it. You can have it. Yeah. You love it but that's now. That's, that's <laughs> love it now. From there, but that's actually one of the DMV areas. Is actually, where I would like to go between there and yeah. Texas is my two areas. I ain't going back to DC for shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, son. Oh, shit. And got shit that I need. Them motherfuckers don't got goddamn shit. It's nice. Mm-hmm. But I can see that shit on a goddamn YouTube video. <laughs> I mean, how much money is you really willing to spend? Like seven hundred thousand yeah. dollars is not a is, is not a lot of bread. Like, uh, uh. <laughs> 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 you know, are we really buying houses for seven hundred thousand dollars that look like my fucking tent? The fuck is going on out here? Like, yeah. no, yeah. not doing That's that. That's the shit. only thing. But somebody was saying they looked at houses in Texas, and they were saying like they're the same as like how Charlotte would be, but the taxes are high out there. But Have see, you looked into it, Cray? You said are the taxes higher? Yeah, I you wouldn't don't, say you don't I wouldn't necessarily. You don't you don't pay stuff. You don't pay state tax. I mean, they gotta find their money somewhere. So tolls is definitely a big thing down here. They making money off of that shit. And property taxes tax. are a little taxes are a little bit higher, but I mean the maneuverability out here is just like it's so many people with so many different abilities and skills, like. You got people for coming from pretty much everywhere. Like, Houston is a work state. I've seen that now. Austin is probably like the green state. Dallas is more like the Rissy Dissy. We the up and, you know, up, up, uppity. And they still building out there. So, but Houston is like the work state. Motherfuckers come out here for work, for business. They got a lot of traffic coming through here all the time. Like, mm. people from West Coast, East Coast, North Side, Mid. You know, on the East Coast, you only got a certain specific type of person, but Houston is like in the middle of the South. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Or, or Texas is in the middle of the South. So, you know, Texas, they got you can you can make moves out here if you really about business and really about you know your own entrepreneurship and shit like that. It's not a place where you want to necessarily come and just find a job to work for somebody. It's more so mm-hmm. for like people who have like ulterior motives. Mm-hmm. And trying to grow, you know. Because I, I mean, it's it's more more so like people got to factor in the cost of living. That's that's yeah, I think that would I probably mean, be the difference. 
You know, the, it definitely. Yeah, but I mean, it's. You, I mean, the, the 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 cost of living plays a big role in like your product, your product, your productivity. You know, mm-hmm. if you're not comfortable, you always stress, and if you always stress, you're always trying to find some way to meet that stress. So what do you do? You spend more money, you spend more money, and you become poor and poor and poor. You know, when you live comfortable and you got all the necessities that you want to go have fun doing in your house, then you spend less. You know, and then you produce more because you're not as stressed. So it's like. I make more bread, but I live like a fucking asshole. So, you know, what do I want to do? Mm. Do you want to make more money just so you can socially say, hey, I'm up here, you know, but your house is way down here. Or you want to have a nice, nice lifestyle and maybe not make as much, but you can sufficiently move around and do shit. I can take a fucking vacation. Yeah. Right. I can take a vacation and not hurt my bank. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't know. That's, that's, that, that's the balance. Yeah. You can make a lot of money and still not have none because you got bad poor spending habits. And then you got people that make less money and they can fucking save their ass off. Yeah. So it just depends on the person and your, and your mindset. It's all about mindset. Yeah. I know I know a lot of people on the, on the East Coast that get a little... I, they just get content you know they're just like I make this bread I've been here my whole life and this is where I want to be I'm gonna settle down you know it's no it's no move I mean that's fine if you want to be like that mm-hmm. but if you a shaker and mover is you can't live like that you gotta find you gotta find the next best thing because that's your that's your shit yeah you know yeah you gotta find an easier way to make what you're trying to get done get done yeah because ain't nobody yeah. else gonna give it to you you know that's real right. shit damn praise last moments like shit okay cool man oh this was a very very good episode once again congratulations shay you know doing big things yeah congratulations ready for that next second property and shit you know trying to be a little real estate mogul and shit i'm on it Mm, all right now i'm ready so with this you say it again it's about to be a monopoly. Oh, shit. No, oh, shit now. I ain't mad at you, man. Get it how you live. So with that being said, this is your boy, Comedic Energy. Your girl, Golden. Pray no. And this, that is Shay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Shay, for having us. I'm a guest. <laughs> God damn. You didn't guess no more. You didn't add your segment. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, this is produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. Peace out, people. This show is produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. If you're looking to rent premium sound equipment for your next concert or podcast at a low price, go to www.livewiresoundent.com.